Cookie. Cookie. Hello, Jugs. Juggalo, 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 ho ho. Hey, wait, wait, wait. So, is the Seymour Jugs? Is it a breast reference or is it a Juggalo reference? Uh the Seymour Jugs was actually a Simpsons reference. Yeah, but, but I didn't a, know if it, if it was a a Juggalo reference because of your hair. No, it's a boob reference. First <laughs> <laughs> I am not a Juggalo. Uh, good morning and welcome to Two Dollars Steak, a pro wrestling podcast, your favorite morning show. <laughs> hey. Good morning, Wilmington. Oh man, uh, joining me today as always, Big Mike. Woo! Uh, Cookie. I'm here. And Tolbert. Hello. Uh, we are doing this very early in the morning. It is actually before 9 a.m., we are only about 10 minutes behind our recording schedule this 20 or 20 behind. How many? 20. Oh, 20. Sorry, my, Michael, uh, you know, our, our, uh, <laughs> our auditor over here. It is very early. Um, yeah, so my brain is not completely working. Boys, how are y'all feeling today? Cookie. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm out of it right now, man. I don't lie to you. I ate a whole edible last night, and I feel like I'm about 75% of myself right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. What, yeah. Now, what, what, what form was this edible in? It was in cookie form. It was a molasses cookie. So you, you're like cannibal. Yeah. You I ate know. yourself. You know, well, uh, Diane convinced me to do it. and uh, Diane? No, I did it for the culture, man. I did it for the culture. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how's your weekend been? Uh, well, my weekend's going better than Matt Hardy's. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I, uh, I've just been golfing, hanging out in Ohio, enjoying life, enjoying family. It's a good time. Uh, Tolbert, your, your weekend? Uh, it was a good weekend. Uh, worked a little bit. Finally had a day off yesterday, which uh -huh. I spent with you watching uh, <laughs> All Out. I know. I, I, I've seen you more than your wife has the last, like, <laughs> seven actually, days. She actually came over and enjoyed a little yeah. bit. And enjoyed some refreshments. I, and and some, she enjoyed uh, the refreshments a lot more than the wrestling. We, we will yeah. sell it. Yeah, uh, but it was good. I had some fun. I was, it was nice to be able to actually sit down and watch a pay-per-view. It's been a no long time shit. since I've been actually able to sit down and just enjoy a good show. Uh, I had some fun. It was good. Yeah, so let, 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 let's talk about All Out. I think we all were able to watch at least portions of it last night. Uh, well, I mean, let, let, let's talk about the highlights. What was your favorite match uh, so far, Tolbert? Uh, my favorite match out of all of them? I don't know. I was really going to enjoy the Matt Hardy match, and then we saw yeah. how that turned out. But um, I really enjoyed the Orange Cassidy and Jericho match. Yeah, it was sure, interesting. But uh, I think we are all going to say FTR was right. our favorite match I mean, the, of, the, of the evening. Yeah, I, th I thought it was a, the, probably the most traditional match out of all of them. A very competitive matchup. Mike, what, what did you think? Uh, I, I kind of agree. I, <clears throat> I like the Moxley match, honestly. And it's one of the first times where I like – in my head called the finish like to a T I know you do this all the time Aaron but I was like watching I'm like oh this is probably what's gonna happen and it was uh, 
It was a pretty good match. Yeah, Actually, like I didn't get to watch it, so I don't even. Yeah, know, you, I don't even know the outcome to it because I'm um, going to go to sleep. Yeah, you left. You left a little bit early. I was to, about to pull my classic doze off, wake up for the high spot, <laughs> you know, spot you know, that I'm known for. So I went ahead and went home. Uh, no, but I, I really enjoyed that matchup. That match was one of those those matches where it really showcases how MJF is a very, very good professional wrestler. He knows what he's doing. He's very good at being a heel, and he's very good at wrestling. So, like, his moveset's very interesting throughout the whole thing, and just he he's flawless throughout, and he bled like a mofo. Yeah, uh, Cookie, what is your favorite? Dude, I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to say the Casino Battle Royal. Oh, we know. Oh, we we actually, <laughs> me, Travis, and Zane were watching that matchup, and we're like, Cookie's going to love this one. I loved it. I loved it so much. And you know what? I told Diane, I was like, oh, my God, it's Matt Seidel. He was Evan Bourne. I gave her the whole rundown about who he was. Gets to the top <laughs> rope, and the motherfucker <laughs> almost breaks his neck trying to do his one move, the shoot. Yeah. <laughs> we all thought of you immediately. Like Cookie and I literally earlier that day, we were talking about Evan Bourne and I see Evan Bourne yeah. come out and I'm like, oh my God, Cookie's going to be really excited. Yeah. Diane was like, was that supposed to happen? <laughs> I said, no, no, it was not. Somebody used a little bit too much uh, self tanner. It, it was very slippery on that uh, turnbuckle and then yeah. he died. Nakazawa was up there or something. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Guys, how, what did y'all think about the FTR match? I know that, that, that we, we have kind of built this up as, as something special. What did you think? Old school, baby. It was old school versus new school. Like, and it, was, it was great. It was awesome. I, it really showcased how technical uh, FTR is. I, they were flawless in their, their, their tag team maneuvers. The transitions was, were insane. Just insane. It, it's it like was, they don't even look at each other. They just do it. Yeah. You know? It, it was a very, very fluid professional wrestling match. And just them as a unit, amazing. Amazing right, storytelling, honestly. Amazing storytelling. <laughs> I mean, it kept me entertained for however long the match was, 25 minutes, whatever it was. Mike, did you, uh, did, did you appreciate the tag team wrestling? Yeah, yeah. And, and like you were saying, I mean, you could tell – they were kind of building on that story where, you know, FTR is that cohesive unit, just well-oiled machine. And there's been some little infightings with uh, Hangman and Omega group and, you know, kind of see where the, the cracks formed and their their ability to kind of compete. And, you know, it turned out they uh, they lost. So, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a good – that was probably the best wrestling match yeah. in terms of just technique and everything. Now, Mike, you actually pointed out – you pointed out some of the psychology – of after the match. Tell me what, what, what you saw. Well, I mean, they've been, like, toying between, like, BTE and um, some of the stuff on Dynamite. They've been toying with Kenny Omega turning heel and going back to, I guess, something he did in Japan. Where they, they call him, like, the cleaner, something like that. Yeah, that was it. And, and uh, but the interesting thing was, you know, he stormed off after he'd let Hangman Page just fall on his face. And uh, he exited through the heel tunnel. Mm. And then, little look back and forth with the bucks and it gets in the car and drives off. So it'll be interesting to see where they go from here. 
Uh, Cookie was so impressed by by your psychology, like your anal uh, an analysis that Cookie almost did the. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did almost do the. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike. He gives it ten. Couldn't have said it better myself. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm, is any uh, update on Matt Hardy at all? Oh, uh, God. I, no, we, 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 we probably need him? to check. He's concussed. I, you know, I think that. after that matchup, they took him to the hospital, and, I, and I'm not sure if he, he needed it, but. I think it was protocol at that point. Yeah, for sure. It, it, for it sure. was one of those moments where Tolbert, Travis, and I were, were just sitting there and we saw it happen. And there was just a sick feeling at the pit of my stomach that, that something wrong had just happened. You could see it. Like, like yeah. the camera shot did not hide anything in that moment. No, he was out, like out to the world. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was a part of that concrete, man. That was bad. Uh, it, it, and I, I kind of feel bad for Sammy Guevara because it feels like this entire feud has been kind of cursed from the start. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of uh, curses, I don't know if y'all noticed, but almost when the event started, almost every single match, something went crazy yeah. wrong. Like we had uh, the pyro go off in the background that wasn't supposed to go off. In the battle, battle royal, royal. yeah. Then we have that crazy botch uh, yeah. <laughs> off the top rope. Then you have this happen to Matt Hardy. And, uh, yeah, it just kept going on and on and on and on. It felt like it, it felt like things were a little bit off. Yeah. it's It started to kind of course correct after the Matt Hardy uh, matchup. And then – you know, they ended up on high notes. What did you guys think about Thunder Rosa's debut? Uh, did you did you Ooh, that enjoy a, that? that? Was a, I really enjoyed that one. That was fun. Yeah, I like I like her style. She's um I, I had never heard of her before, so I thought she was a, a honestly a really good technical wrestler, and she matched well with Cheetah. It kind of turned into a little strong style match. Yeah, it, yeah, it really yeah, did feel almost. like it. Uh, Zane came in. Zane actually worked with her for when he was with NWA power and, and he was very high on her work and, and all that stuff. So it was pretty interesting. Um, let's talk about some wrestling. All right. For big Mike segment of the day. Mike, you have got two of the ho- biggest hosses that I could find. I, uh, you know, I, I, I rounded these hosses up and brought them to the stable. You have got one Dr. Death Steve Williams against one Scott Norton. All right, this is from, <clears throat> sorry, New Japan Pro Wrestling, October 9th, 2000. Uh, in the introduction thing, when they're, the guys are kind of talking back and forth, they're trying to hype the matchup, but they're not doing, like, a great job of it. They're just kind of, like, <laughs> talking about it. And I'm like, man, this Steve Williams guy, he looks familiar. Have we had one of his matches? And it's like, and I just like, couldn't figure out because they weren't referring to him as Dr. Death. And, and it's because I realized Dr. Death died when Bart Gunn knocked him out. Yes. Um, and, and that's where – so I go into this. I'm like, oh, man – like that's all I can think about, um, and yeah, they didn't do a great job of hyping it up. But yeah, it's just a big two dense balls of mass that 
uh, wrestle each other during this match. It was hot garbage. <laughs> wow. Um, it, it, it lacked the size and selling of the first match two weeks ago where we put hostages together. It lacked the finesse and, and speed and precision of last week's match with Terry Funk and Telly Blanchard. This was just trash. Like, dumpster fire. I don't know, man. It just wasn't good. I, so, was, like, the first – when, when, when I watched the link the other night, like the first five minutes, I'm like, yeah, like these, these guys are going to get in there. These guys are going to beat the crap out of each other. And I start watching the match and, you know, it starts off a little hot. They're like hitting each other hard and it's like, yeah, come on. They're, they're going for the shoulder block and just standing up. Yeah. It, and it then was. it kind of devolves. They, they, they kind of lose their, their breath. And then it's two 40 year old men trying to catch their breath for 15 minutes. Well, and that's what, that's kind of how I, I, I perceived it too. So the first, see, I thought the first five minutes was starting kind of slow and I'm like, okay, all right, they're just kind of building it up. And then like the next five minutes happen and I'm like, okay, so we're halfway through now is when it's going to happen. And then it just like a car rolling down a hill without brakes. It, it just became terrible and they weren't, they didn't have the energy to sell. They didn't have the energy to do the move. Steve Williams botched like three different slams on Scott Norton. I, um, I, I knew that we were going to talk about this. I think Scott Norton was so gassed that he just could not get up for those. those no, I, I, I completely agree. Cause Scott Norton, like if, if, you know, one's trash, the other's like double trash. Like Scott Norton was terrible in this thing. And the, the finished, was terrible. It was like a power slam, and like Steve was literally just like lays his limp ass body on him, <laughs> and just like one, two, three. Because the problem is, it's in to it's in the Tokyo Dome. There's sixty four thousand people here, and so they're still screaming for the high spot, like the the slams, and like, but it's dead silent when they're just doing these like shitty ass punches and not selling anything. And then they do a move, and the whole crowd screams. So I'm like, y'all are letting them know that this is better than it is and i was just really kind of disappointed i was mad because i'm sitting there watching i'm like okay did aaron really give me a terrible match yeah did he do this on purpose yes. what's yes. the psychology behind aaron giving me a trash match I, so so the psychology was we had had a, a momentum building for your segment you were watching matches that were Haas matches, big boys fighting each other. You were enjoying it, and you were thinking that every Haas match was going to be amazing. I wanted to bring you down to the reality to show you that, yeah, that's not always the case. I literally watched this match and said to myself, Mike is going to hate this. <laughs> well, I did. And most of the time throughout the match, too, I'm just thinking, like, damn, man, Steve Williams got knocked out by Bart Gunn. Like, this just doesn't make sense to me. And it, it was funny, too, because in the promos beforehand, you know, they were talking about how, you know, the one guy's won – or Scott, Scott Norton's saying how he, Scott has won, like, 99% of his matches. And he goes, and Steve's won, like, 99% of his matches. And I'm like, but there was that one. There was the one he did not. He and did not it, win against Bart Gunn, and that was a real match. It embarrassed him. Oh, my God. 
overall, terrible match. Uh, I think we're ready to move on from the Haas fighting. All right, Maybe so we'll, we'll, we'll find else. something different, some different niche that we can, we can tap into with Big Mike for the next couple weeks. Mike, uh, what, what, what are – I will say the end promo with Steve Williams made me laugh out loud where he is just sucking wind and he's like, <gasps> <sighs> uh, great matchup. <gasps> <sighs> <sighs> I just want to thank the fans. <sighs> thank you, Scott Norton. <sighs> All right, Mike, give me some social media. All right, social media update. A lot of this week was just spamming out some of the um, art that Travis has dumped into our, our drive for us to use periodically. Um, what I, I post, or I tweeted out a couple different things, both of them pointing a finger and then holding a championship belt. I thought they were both got a both, both got a kick out of me. Hopefully some other people got a kick out of them. One was about me leaving a fantasy football draft to watch all out. And he's pointing at his championship belt. Cause I'm going to win that. And the other one was talking about people who disagree with my parenting style. And it's a picture of uh Bret Hart giving them the finger with while holding the championship belt. So um, that's all I did on Twitter this week. Aaron, did you do anything on Twitter? Uh, I mean, like nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> it was just kind of a very blah. Yeah, we, we, we didn't. We didn't have like a great uh, tweet. A oh great yeah, yeah. Meet. Lance Archer uh, interacting with us over a tweet about Cobra Kai. <laughs> I tweeted a picture. What? I don't remember that. When did that happen? When did that happen? Uh, I th- that was very early in the week because I was still watching uh, Cobra Kai at that point. And there's a character named Hawk on that show. Yeah. He's a child that, that starts off on the show. He's like a little meek and mild guy uh, with a, a hair lip. And as the show goes on and he starts to learn karate and he starts building confidence. And then all of a sudden, one day he shows up late to class and he's got a tattoo on his back and a mohawk that is dyed red and looks just like a baby Lance Archer. And I tweeted out a picture of Hawk and said, who would have known that Lance Archer as a child was even more terrifying than he is now? <laughs> and Lance Archer interacted with that. So that, that was pretty cool. Uh, Tolbert, what are we doing on Instagram this week? Uh, we gained a follower, lost a follower, gained a sex spot, <laughs> lost a sex spot. Uh, but we had some good posts. We uh, tweeted out some of Travis's art. Um, we got a bunch of likes. The of the butcher. What's up? Tolbert's quotes always crack me up. <laughs> yeah, it, it just comes to me um, <laughs> throughout my day. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, I just it, it just comes to yeah, me. Yeah, but we had some we had some really fun interactions uh, with with some people on Instagram. So it's fun stuff. I really, really, really enjoyed your Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> that was my favorite yeah. of the week. I kind of like my rowdy, rowdy Piper. Rowdy, work that was well. a good one. That was yeah. a good one as well. I, I love the mom just flipping him off in that picture. Yeah. And Rowdy's face is just like, he, he's got such it, a good man. face. <laughs> Travis, thank you so much for this art. Yeah, the it's art been is great. amazing. Yeah. And if, if you're listening and you're wondering what these quotes and what phenomenal content we're providing, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at number two dollar steak underscore. And you can see what the heck Tober talked about with Abdullah the butcher regarding wings. 
Wang. So, and, and I will Wang. say. We got swerved. We got swerved. I, I was about to put in my order for Foo Wang's last night. I start to do the order, and then I find out that Foo Wang's was closed. On As it always is on Sunday. No, it on was Saturday. a Saturday. Oh, sorry, Saturday. Ricky. My bad. They wanted the weekend off. so They always want the weekend off. <laughs> we had to order from this place, and it's called literally, it's just wings. And I get the bag, and it says, no forks, no knives, no napkins. No napkins. Just wings. Just wings. Not good. It's like, don't even ask. Don't even ask. Not good. Was there even a container to hold the wings, or was it just a yeah, bag? Yeah, so, so it's, it's just wings in containers. But also, they gave us curly fries, so it's not just wings. They were pretty good, though, I have to say. Yeah, the wings were not bad. They were not... They were just wings. They were not wangs. Well, that it's not just good wings. It's just wings. Yeah, they're also, not wangs. Uh, we got. I made it some uh, banana pudding, which was very delicious. It was good. Still got a lot of it left. I'll save you some, Mike. But how did you cookie. make it, Silver? <laughs> cookie does not get the banana pudding. We're, we're sorry. Sorry. What? Why was, is that? Was it southern banana pudding or was it? More no, northern it was America. not southern at all. It was a very fancy. Uh, <laughs> it, it was northern banana pudding. It was not. It was. It, it was. It was. It wasn't my grandma's recipe. Right. <laughs> it was more custard and less like, like. So they did not get the the, the vanilla pudding I out made, of a can. I made my own homemade vanilla. pudding. I had a vanilla bean. I had to use. Are you? Oh fucking my serious? god! <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, my God. Anyways, Mike, <laughs> any more social media? Uh, no, that's it for social media. No hits, no shits this week. I will say, <laughs> though, before we, get to second, before we get to mine, that Chris Jericho uh, Spider-Man outfit, that was pretty <laughs> I, oh, did, you, you laughed at that? that Nobody else up. laughed at that. I laughed at that one. <laughs> I, I saw like, it, and I'm like, he looks like that the, the silver Spider-Man I used to own. He did. He really did. All right, for the strong style, Cookie has got Kawada against Tao. Yeah, Kawada against Tao. Uh, we've had a Kawada match before. We have? We have. I remember him. Tao, not so much. Never heard of him, never seen him before. Me either. Apparently, he was a triple crown winner, so he, he was a big deal in the 80s. Yeah, interesting. Okay, well, the, the clip starts off, and Aaron, you may have given me a busted clip again, but we get a preview of the outcome of the clip in the beginning? Yeah, I don't know why it messed up like that. No, I think that may have been another match. Oh, that was another match? Yeah, it was another oh, match. I had a joke and everything planned for it. Never mind, don't worry about it. Anyway, uh, Tao, uh, how do I describe him? He has, like, the Elvis gimmick going on with his hair. His hair is amazing. His hair is, is high, is high in the top, and it's got, like, it's got a coif, a coif going I don't know how to pronounce that it's word. It's called a pompadour. Pompadour, great word. There we go. That's the word I'll use. And he's got the <laughs> and he's got the grandpa the pin trunks on. <laughs> the guy looks like something else. He's is very eighties, very old school, very ugly. Let's just say that. And Kawada, everyone knows who Kawada is. Legend in the ring. I got nothing but respect for Kawada, so I'll keep my roast to myself. I and Kawada comes out. 
with his no teeth and his pants on, and he's an awesome dude. Oh, I got comments about that later. We'll see. We'll get to that in just a second. But, like, we got two big, beefy men. I mean, Tao is a tall, a very tall man. Yeah, he, he was I, – I am really surprised that I've never, like, seen this guy before, and I've never, like, really – when I, when I saw it and I saw the match length and I'm like, all right, I'm going to clip through this. I saw some cool things that I know that Cookie would like. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll do this match. And he he bled like a mofo too. Well, well, let's talk about it. All right, let's get to the countdown. Cookie's top four. Number one. In true Sammy Guevara fashion, Kawada dishes out some improper chair shots. And these chairs aren't a gimmick either. They have like that old silver shiny metal frame. And they're like the old convention center chairs with like no give to them. <laughs> like sure enough, like you get some color out of towel just from like the chair shots to the top of the chrome dome. <laughs> yeah, they, they look like like what a chair that you would be sitting at at an old Baptist revival. Yeah, you'd be sitting in that chair all day. You'd be sweating your butt off. Your grandma's dancing, speaking in tongues. Yeah. And like, all right, when is this thing gonna end? <laughs> X Men the animated series. And they're all one single color. They're all like red chairs, like with red backs on them. Or if you're, in this case, they're blue. I don't know how they got the blue ones. I always wanted to see one of those. <laughs> oh, man. Number two. Shout out to Kawada's dentist, Isaac Yankum. My man is missing like the first four teeth in, his, in the front of his mouth. And that was the first time I noticed that. I know I'm not supposed to laugh, and I don't know why, but when he opened his mouth, he looked like, Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> you guys remember Fire Marshal Bill? <laughs> he, he's like he's Kawada's like a uh, uh, like a vampire in this. Like all of a sudden he opens up his mouth and I'm like, oh my god, wow! Dude, I, I thought he had a, a a mouth guard in at first, and I was like, oh no, he's missing those teeth. Yes, he has nothing. He has nothing there. Um, but this was more like a like a strong style segment. This, I mean, not strong style. This is more like a. Uh, like a sheep style segment. That's what I meant to say. Right. Those guys were going at it. They were like tearing into each other and they were, it was almost like a grudge match. That's the psychology that I got behind it. And that's what I think too. Yeah. So you don't know anything about this rivalry. It looked. No, no, no. We, we, we say it every week. I wish we had a Japanese translator, but oh, well, I, I do too, man. But anyway, let's start learning Japanese. Apparently I, you know, I bought a, not bought, but I, I got Duolingo on my phone and I thought, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to teach myself Japanese. Uh, I know how to count to five. That's about it. That's <laughs> all there. I've learned. Yeah. Getting there. Listen, we'll get we'll get Mike to download Duolingo and and teach us all Japanese. Each knee, son, she. That's it. That's it. One, two, three, four. Well, fuck, man. We need more than that. The commentators speak way too fast for yeah, that. Counting English too. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> for some reason. Anyway, next one, Aaron. Number three. Uh, like I was saying, man, these two are just letting the fists fly, letting the kicks fly, and they were all connecting. The kicks were snug. Uh, the punches were snug. At one point, they just start smacking the shit out of each other. And like I said, Tao was already bleeding like a stuffed hog. And when he got slapped, you saw blood fly everywhere. I think some of it hit the ref. Like, uh, like I said, this looked like a complete blood feud. Um, and they were not holding anything back at all. But overall, I would say the match itself was more – I'm not going to lie, Aaron. It was a little boring. It was a little boring. 
There was nothing that really. Ten minutes. It was, yeah, it was like ten minutes, but like nothing like. The moves were, they were boring, man. They were boring. Oh God. Nothing special oh happened. Oh my in this God. Match. That's too. There was nothing man. special. I, I I think I I can I I feel like. One of the people in the NBA, like one one of the coaches in the a, NBA, I, I completely, I'm taking a fall this this episode, so we can have next week's episode intentionally, intentionally, you know, making this episode bad, so next week is even better. I, I mean, hey, maybe, maybe we'll see. I yeah. think next week is actually our 75th episode. It is. It is. <clears throat> I will say, though, that there were a few gems in this match. There were okay. a few of them. And uh, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to go with the honorable mentions before I get to number four. All right. So with my honorable mentions, one of my favorite moves that I witnessed during this match was Tao just driving his opponent head straight right into the mat. Yes. It, it was simple. Nothing fancy. Simple but effective. No need for headlocks. You don't need a DDT. You don't even need to do the paradigm shift. You just need to take it to the back of his head and just drive it straight into the <laughs> mat. And if that was the finish, I would have popped hard, and you probably would have had a four-cookie match. Maybe. But that okay. didn't happen. But it didn't happen. Anyway, um, how about that power bomb that gets countered into Aaron's favorite move, the gooch press? Yes. Yeah. As a, and I think, as Hill, as Hill Zane would say, double and triple pause. <laughs> But he, nope. he's no longer. Yeah, he's no so longer. He, he's very jovial now. Zane is very happy, Joe. Like, he, he is a different Zane Dawson now. He is a baby face. That is true. Wait, what would he say now? Would he say pause? Or would he just say, good excuse job? Me. Just saying, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> sir. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the very last one. Number four. Okay, so the match ends with a false finish via schoolboy, which leads to Kawada getting the advantage and setting up his Stan Hansen-esque lariat to the back of the head for the win. That was that was that was cool. That was. made me pop a little bit. And it was because unexpected. It was. It was. That was a snug clothesline. Because I was trying to figure out how this match is gonna end and I couldn't figure it out. But that was that was a good ending to it. But my favorite camera shot of the night was in the match. It was towards the end of the stream. The cameras pick up this kid just cowering behind the red curtain. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like hiding from these two. This match was straight nightmare fuel for this kid. I I know I shouldn't laugh, but again, I couldn't help myself. Just watching that kid, like, I don't even know why they picked up on the kid. I don't know either. It was very, it was a, a, it felt off. It did. It did. I was just like, why is he hiding behind the curtain? What's, Someone needs to check up on that kid. There's <laughs> that kid later grew up to be like Okada or something, you know, oh, like this kid. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if we find that clip later on? Oh my god, it would be amazing. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, no, I, I think overall this match gets two two and a half cookies. That's fine. Yeah, Finn Balor didn't lose. It was going to get one, so I gave it two. two and a half. I, I, I will say the blood at the beginning of the match kind of set it off to be like a little more interesting. As soon as you see blood, like that automatically should be at least one cookie. I will say that. The first five minutes, I was like, oh, shit, there's blood. Oh, shit, there's those old convention chairs. And then after that, I just went downhill. Most just... color get you a cookie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Color, color definitely get you a cookie. So All right. there's your two cookies. The color and the chair shot. Oh, I'm sorry. And the uh, Finn Balor not losing. That's right. 
So so two 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 point five cookies for Tao against Kawada. For the high spot, Tolbert, you have got... This is ultimately my favorite match of the evening. Yeah, I actually love this match, so they shit shit on you for their matches. Thank you, Aaron. This is a great match. You have got Ricky (laughs) Steamboat and Todd Champion against Cactus Jack and one Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. (laughs) God bless him. (laughs) So, um, yeah, this is a very interesting match, and this is at Starcade 91, so it's a pay-per-view. Starcade 91, uh, the Lethal Lottery. The Lethal Lottery, uh, the Battle Bowl. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I think it was Starcade, comma, or Starcade, colon, 1991, colon, Battle, Battle Bowl, Bowl, colon, <laughs> Lethal Lottery. <laughs> and, and we have two rings in the arena. We have uh, two rings side by side. Um, which is it's just crazy looking. And is, this was probably around the time they started introducing that in yeah, WCW. Yeah, it was, it, it was definitely a, a weird time, a time of transition for WCW. I, and uh, you'll see it in, in the four characters that we see tonight. Yes, and we got uh, Tony Schiavone and JR on the uh, mic. And so, it's great. like Travis and I were talking last night, it, it, it was no transition from what you were watching on AEW Last All night, Out, yeah. yeah, and when you got home to watch your match, felt like you were still watching well, AEW. Yeah, you realize how long they've been working together and doing this. It's it's nuts. Um, so stage is set, and we go to a shot of uh, Eric Bischoff <laughs> and his little crew. And Eric then, Eric yeah. Bischoff, Magnum TA, and uh, Missy Hyatt, looking yes. smoking hot, smoking hot, some big hair. Um, <laughs> Some big other things, but we'll we'll just talk about her hair. And they've got like the big bingo style, you know, dirty thing. Yes. And um, they are going to draw uh, two random tag teams to battle it out. It's the Lethal Lottery. So we go to a shot of um, of the locker rooms, right? And we've got a whole, you know, we got the whole roster back there. Everyone's back there. Who could it be? Who is it going to be? Sting? Is it going to be? So the first draw, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. You knew oh, it was going to be good. And he looks like a million bucks. He's ready to go. The second name they draw pretty quick, and that is uh, Todd Champion. And quite the specimen. Uh, Todd Champion. Yeah. I ha- was very unfamiliar with his work. I saw Todd Champion, and I'm like, this guy is completely <laughs> juiced out of his mind. <laughs> looks like an Adonis. Yeah, and he's pumped, ready to go. Uh, they don't even think twice. They run right to the ring. They're ready to go. That's right. So, who are they facing? First, uh, first draw is Cactus Jack. He seems a little surprised. He's like, oh. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, me? <laughs> yeah, he shoots the pistols and he runs out. And uh, he's, he's causing a ruckus, you know, on the way to the ring already. Um, there, there's three referees, and it looks like uh, Randy Anderson. Yes. Uh Got some water dropped on his back yeah. like a mogwai. Yeah. <laughs> Spread it out. Yeah. Three other rest of mullets that look yeah. just like him. Randy Anderson, also without a mustache in this one. So it was yeah. a little, I, I felt a little off with, with Randy Well, Anderson. we have three Randys running around. <laughs> 
there's it's one crazy. that's got like a white stripe on it. <laughs> he's the mean one. He's, <laughs> he's the heel Randy. He's the evil Randy Anderson. <laughs> Just don't feed him after midnight. No, oh, he becomes stripe. Oh man. So, whose cactus's tag team partner is going to be? He wants to know himself. He's yelling. Yeah. Who's my partner? He's squealing too. He's he's making all kinds of noises. So um, the next draw is uh is Buddy and. Abdullah's not too happy about this. <laughs> yeah. So at this time, I, I think we, we saw it a little bit of that Halloween Havoc. Like there was a, a partnership between Abdullah and Cactus at the time. Yeah, they're, 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 they're buds. They're hardcore chums. You yeah. Know? Um, so Buddy thinks he's like, yeah, I got a shot. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna, this is my time to shine. This is my time to shine. And uh, Abdullah, like an uh, angry old guy at a bingo hall, yeah. just like flips the table. <laughs> he goes right in on him. He starts just slamming his head into the locker. And he's not pulling those those shots either. No, it was pretty brutal. His head. He breaks a broom over his back yeah. and just like beats his ass in the locker room. <laughs> Meanwhile, no one steps in to help him. No. <laughs> just yeah, everybody's just watching. Like, <laughs> stop it. He's already dead. Abdullah says, fuck it, I'm going in. Uh, well, the bell rings, and we just leave Cactus on his own. Yeah. So it's pretty much two against one. And for a while, it's just the Steamboat and Cactus show. Yeah. And they do a really good job. Um, some great wrestling. Like I said, Steamboat looks like a million bucks. He's, he's quick. He's sharp. Um, he pulls a wonderful suicide dive, toupee suicido, like right through the Amazing. middle of the rope. So clean. It was like a javelin. Yeah. It was, it was nuts. So we have some great wrestling between uh, Cactus. Uh, Todd gets a couple hot tags in there, um, gets a little action in, but it's mainly uh, Steamboat and Cactus. All the while, Buddy is just rolling down the making his well, he, way down the runway he also, after they get Abdullah, you know. Well, he comes out and it's like, all right, he, he survived the first onslaught <laughs> of Abdullah the Butcher. Here comes Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. He's finally going to have a tag team partner. And then Abdullah comes out <laughs> again. Enter Abdullah the Butcher with his staff and just viciously hits him in the headshots. head. Headshots. Vicious headshots. headshots. He's grunting while he's doing it. Um, <laughs> it's just nuts. And they finally get Abdullah off of him. And he just leaves him in a heap. <laughs> All the all the while, Cactus is just uh, doing his thing, man, trying to hold these guys back. Uh, and at one point, I just think he says, "Fuck it," you know, "Fuck yeah. it." I don't, I don't give a shit anymore. Uh, and just starts beating the crap out of everybody. But he makes it to the first ring. Yes, right. He's got to right. make it all the way across the canvas to the next ring where it's you know actions going on. It, he finally makes it there. It's like Mario or somebody where he like the entire quest is to make it to the ring. And they keep having these very dramatic shots. And it's like every shot, Buddy gets a little closer to the <laughs> ring. Creeping. Just creeping. And, and he is a sergeant. He was in the military. So, you know, he's doing that, like, crawl. And JR and, uh, 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 and Tony are like, man, it's, it's almost like he's, he's going through the desert to get some water. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what are you talking about, guys? So he finally makes it. Right. And Cactus is, uh, he's like, finally have some help. I can take a breath. He looks at him. He tags him. He grabs him and just 
tosses him into the ring over yeah. the top rope. We got a hot tag with Buddy Parker. Yeah, the Cactus is uh, pissed, though, and he just tosses him head first into the ring. And as soon as he comes to his feet, we have Ricky Steamboat off the top rope of the crossbody <laughs> to pin him. <laughs> One, two, three. Cactus exits. He doesn't give a shit. So there you go. Like the entire matchup, Buddy trying to make it to the ring. As soon as he gets to the ring, eats a high crossbody for the pin. Well, you know what, guys? He had to go through one ring to get to the second ring. So That's technically, right. He should have already been there. Yeah, well, it's, it's Buddy Lee Parker. Buddy Lee Parker, by the way, was one of the main trainers of the WCW power plant. And he was one of the guys that, that trained people like um, Goldberg. Goldberg. He trained people like Jindrak and like Sean O'Hare. All these like names that like eventually made it to the WWE and yeah. did some stuff. A lot of people in the WCW, he was notorious for being this hard-nosed trainer that like wanted to kill you in your first couple days putting you in, making you do like 7,000, you know, uh, Hindu squats and shit like that. He was that guy. So he was like Scott DeMont or whatever his name was. Yeah, Bill DeMont. Bill DeMont. Yeah, Bill DeMont. That's what it was. Just a piece of shit. Yeah, (laughs) but he he trained people to to wrestle and – Well, he trained Goldberg. Did he really train – you know what I mean? What are you going to do? Goldberg is a specimen. Yeah. Yeah, he's something all right. Uh, Tolbert, uh, can I hear your haiku? <clears throat> this is a haiku wake and bake edition because it's still early as hell. <laughs> it's 9.30 in yeah, the morning. I wrote now. this really early this morning, too. Butcher calls bingo. <laughs> Cactus says, Bob, pull your weight. Someone help Bobby. <laughs> Someone help Bobby. That man could barely make it to the ring. Yep. Tolbert, yep. Did you you enjoyed the match? No, it was it was really fun, especially to see him struggle and Cactus just turn heel. Well, he didn't turn heel. He just mm-hmm. is a heel. He just did not care. <laughs> he just tossed him into just the ring. Just didn't care. It was almost a suplex into the ring. Yeah, it was. It, was, it made me giggle the whole time. Especially yeah, I, Abdullah just attacking him. I, <laughs> I love. I love that Cactus just walked off afterwards. Yeah, yeah he's he like, just walked right, off. While I'm out of this uh, this lethal lottery battle bowl tournament, <laughs> just gonna eat this crossbody. See you guys later. <laughs> Buddy has been sacrificed to the gods. Uh, hopefully, we can get a good crop next season because of this. And there we go. What, do you know where they were? Like what dome that was? I do not. I looked it up. I think it says it actually in the, the link description. Um, there was a lot of people. It, yeah, it was a packed house. Everyone was in a tuxedo. It was a. Uh, it was uh, quite the show. Maybe I imagine. Chicago. Let me. Let me. Battle dome. It was in Norfolk, Virginia, of all places. Really? Yeah, there was 10,000 people. I have yeah. no clue. I will say that that last shot, the crossbody, and they showed the top of it, I thought it was uh, it, it's a pretty cool shot. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Ricky Steamboat had some ups. Yeah, he did. He's got hops. He's, he's, got, got, he's got hops. He's got, he's got the martial art, arts background as well. He can throw those kicks. Kapow. I think it's because he's slightly Asian that they, they gave him that martial arts gimmick. <laughs> Maybe. It's kind of racist. He can pull it off, though. Boys, we've had another episode. And, and just like Buddy Lee Parker, this was a struggle because it's 8.30 in the morning. Nobody's here except for Tolbert. And uh, we're waking up early trying to, to function and be funny and be entertaining. Yeah. 
Cookie, how do, how do you think we did? How many cookies would you give this episode? Out of five cookies? Yes. I'd give us four. Four? I'd, right. I, I, I'd give us... I, what, if I, what if I bleed real quick? Yeah, if you bleed, <laughs> it's easily star? four and a half. Yeah. Easily four and a half if you bleed. Well, boys, let's wrap this up. I got to go take a dump, my morning dump. Uh, thank you for listening to $2 oh, Steak. That damn dip. I, I put a dip in. I, I had two cups of coffee, a dip. That That is a recipe for a big old morning disaster. disaster. Well, now I just want to hold you and just see how long you can stay here. Uh, oh, no, we're going. Thank you for listening to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. <laughs>